following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. I'm Coach Larry. With me, as always, is co-host Matt Keogh. And we've got uh, we've got a lot of guests today. We've got, um, this is everybody's second time, right? Yeah. Okay, so we've got uh, Sydney and Henry Morris and Daniel Reinhardt. Gentlemen, how we doing? Good. I'm o- good. Officially good. alumni of Kenmore East, no longer Kenmore East students. Um, Daniel, you're going Brockport, right? Brockport, yeah. Brockport. Um, uh, said you're going Buff State. Buff State. Are you sure? Yeah. Buff State. <laughs> Sydney was going at one point. It was you were going to go to Bonaventure with yeah. Henry. Yeah. Then you were going to go Brockport, Brockport with yeah. Daniel. Was Cortland in the mix for a while? Yeah, probably for the longest time, really. Cortland was in the mix. Um, then it seemed like out of the blue, like Buff State just kind of right. appeared. Yeah, I um, I knew. I told I, him to go talk about State, and he said no. Oh, really? He, he wouldn't go talk to him. <laughs> and then after he went and talked to him, he was already locked in. I was gonna say no, it was, seemed like you had a pretty pretty solid uh, meet with the coach. Yeah, definitely. Well, it was I didn't say no to him. I just I wanted I we had to like help help clean up for the meet. It was a home meet. I didn't want to I didn't want to leave you guys. Oh, okay. And he was like, just see him, just talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then Henry, you're you've been locked in for you've been locked in for Bonnie for a while now, haven't yeah, you? There's a little bit of time where I wanted to go to Cortland, like for the tiniest. Okay, but basically it was Bonaventure the whole time. I was gonna say Bonnie's a good school, and you talked. I know you talked to. Um, wait, which one of you talked to Megan from Wheatfield? Coach Smith from Wheatfield was I it? Did. You did okay. Did that kind of help sell you on the whole deal, or were you pretty much locked in even before that? Uh, it didn't really help. I mean, I was already locked in. Okay, I was gonna go. There. Beautiful, and you guys are um, both. You guys, Morris's. You guys are both running cross and track. Daniel, you're doing cross too, or just? No, I'm just. I'm just track. Daniel's like, I'm a pole vaulter. I don't need yeah. to run five miles, <laughs> six miles. I don't need to do all that. All right. Uh, before we get started, I am finally making an announcement. I don't even know if you guys know. Um, next year, or sorry, starting now, I am officially the girls' soccer coach for Niagara Wheatfield. Oh, wow. So I will be jumping from uh, Kenmore East to Wheatfield, uh, track and field. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. That that might be another announcement um, later on, a few months away. But um, it was – it's an announcement that uh, – I have mixed emotions about it. It's going to be – it's going to be interesting. It was something where um, the varsity position opened up. Uh, somebody else got it. Um, my, I wasn't sure if I was getting JV. Kenmore or the Niagara Wheatfield position to open up. I jumped on it and basically got the job without even interviewing for it. Like the varsity job. The varsity job. Um, basically, uh, Coach uh, Coach Smith from Wheatfield introduced me to the AD uh, at the sectional meeting. Had a nice conversation with him, and next thing you know, it was all right. The job's yours if you want it. So took him up on it. 
uh, got the job and already hitting the ground running. It kind of stinks because it's late in the game. Like you got to schedule meets and stuff, schedule games and stuff. So um, I'm, I've been kind of scrambling to be like, hey, do you got any extra games? You got any? So we're scrambling there, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be mixed emotions, especially that first game going against East. That's uh, <laughs> that's going to be, be weird. that's going to be weird fun. They're coming to our building. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, um, and then uh, not sure what's happening with track and field yet, but we'll talk about that at another time. Um, speaking of track and field, are you guys are you guys like excited getting ready for the next level, like getting ready for? Oh yeah, definitely. Have you guys already contacted your coaches about uh, workout programs? What you guys need to do? What you should be doing during the summer? Yeah. That was, I was going to say, that was just a, yep, Look, hoping to elaborate on it a little bit. Did, they, did the coaches reach out to you guys with the programs, or did you go to the coaches with the, asking for a program, or how did that go? I got mine from the coach. So. They gave me mine, like, right away. Yeah. Okay, so pretty much, like, when you signed, like, here, start doing this. Yeah, I had to, I had to wait a little while because I had to get, like, he wanted to wait until I had all the forms filled out and everything, but pretty much it was, it was just as early as possible. Well, yeah, because you, like we were saying, you were still on like five different track and field programs, so you had to officially <laughs> tell them you were no longer interested. No, yeah. um, but that's cool. That's uh, now. Is it? Do you find like the cross country programs? Well, first of all, for for Buff State and Bonnie, is the cross country coach the same coach, just track and field? Yep. Okay, so yeah. I'm guessing it's pretty much the same. Like your cross country workouts are going to be the same as your track workouts, or a little different. No, because cross country, I'm training for cross country. For track, I train for the 400 hurdles and the 800. Okay, pretty much. Yeah, Henry, Henry, tell us about like tell us about your 400 hurdles experience. Well, I told I told <laughs> the coach at the beginning of the year. I think the hurdle field is wide open. Told told I, what coach? Matibier. Okay, told him, I'm like, I think I can win it this year, and he said no. <laughs> no, you can't. Someone's now, before this, you had you had zero experience in hurdles, correct? I I did it once during practice, and it was awful. I was landing on the same foot I was jumping. Yeah, but once during practice this year, or was I thought like Brunger told me, I yeah, tried and it was just awful. He said, "You're done. You're not doing it again." Brunger did or Matibier? Matibier. And then <laughs> this year, I was like, I was like, there's really, I don't think there's anyone really competing for like the section champion. Like no one's really that good. And I I told coach, and he he was like, no, you're not doing it. And then like. Four weeks later, at one of the meets, the, there was still no good times being run. And I told him, I'm like, Coach, there's still no good times. And he's like, all right, you can try it. And then the first meet, I ran, like, 101. And I was I was confident because it was really easy. And But I didn't expect to run the time I'd end up running. Like, I didn't think I'd run 57. I thought maybe, like, 59 I'd max out. Yeah. But somehow I made it down to 57. It was... It was crazy. I remember the NFL meet, you, you know, you have to have most meets, you have to have your entries in like at least two or three days before. So you can do scratches, this and that. I remember at work uh, where I was teaching, getting a text from from Megan from Niagara Wheatfield saying all it said was Henry Morris, 400 hurdles, question, 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 <laughs> mistake, question, question, question. And this was already at the point where it was passed, where we could enter, scratch, whatever. It was already at the point. I think it was a day before the meet. Or it might have even been the day of the NFL meet. So uh, I had no idea. I had no idea of Mativier. I don't even know if anybody. So I I sent Mativier a text. I was like, is this a mistake? Because 
at that point, if we scratched you, you would have been scratched from every other event at that point because it was past the scratch points. Um, he was like, no, he's like, I'm telling other coaches that it's a mistake, but I'm actually putting him in it. <laughs> so the second we got there, uh, Coach Medor from West came up to both of us. He's like, did you guys make the mistake? And Mativier played it off as – yeah, I hit the wrong button. I don't know what I did. Like, he played it off. He told every coach in the league that it was a mistake. Sorry, my mistake, whatever. But he's like, I made the mistake. I'm not going to try to get him out of it. Whatever. He'll run it. He's a little upset. Like, he played the whole thing perfectly. And I'm looking. If Honestly, if he didn't tell me, like, that he was going to do that, I would have thought it was a mistake. Like, I – and I played out – I played – I called back Maggie. I was like, dude, it's – I don't know what he's going to do. When did he finally tell you you were running in NFLs? Like, was it day of, day before, two days? It was like, like the, the, the week before NFLs, he said, do you want to practice hurdles today? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, because you, you only had, you only practiced what, a day, a day or two I before? I, I think I had three practices. Okay. But I, in the meet, I was the very last, I had no seed time, so I was like the very last ranked. Yeah. I was in the first heat. The well, eight, obviously, because you didn't run the meet. The eighth lane. Like, it was crazy. I was in the eighth lane, and I'm like... I have no idea what I'm gonna do right now. I was like tripping over the hurdles. It was <laughs> the entire last like 200 meters. I was taking like five stutter steps between every hurdle. So like when I ran a 101, I was like, if I could actually learn how to hurdle, like give me two weeks to learn how to hurdle. Oh, for sure, I'll be great. And you had two weeks. You had what? Another? There was another five days, four days, four practices. I think before NFLs and sections, which you hit the sectional time for. Yeah. Um. How'd you do in the sectional meet? Well, the prelims, I got beat by some guy. Some guy I didn't know. It was scary, but I knew I didn't run as hard as I could. I knew I like took it easy. Yeah, so just to like, make the right, finals. I still have a chance. And then I, I, I'm in the finals. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm my legs. I feel great. And I, I started the race, and every hurdle was just perfect. Like I went over it all perfectly. No stuttering. No nothing. I get to the last hundred, and I was just cruising. I didn't hear any footsteps near me. It was like the greatest feeling. I was going to say, you won, like, not only did you win sectionals, you won fairly convincingly. A couple seconds. Yeah. Right? Like, I think it was about, I think it was almost four seconds. No, it was like two. Was it? I thought it was, I thought it was over three. It was, it was like, I don't know, people were like just getting over the hurdles when I was crossing the finish line. Yeah. Was, I mean, you, you, it wasn't close. No, it was not. Um, and I just look at, I, I remember t- uh, talking with Mativier, talking with, uh, um, Josh, Coach Alderman, and just looking like, Jesus Christ, he did this with four, maybe five practices, two rate. Like, imagine if he trained for it like all year. Like, what the? Are we yeah. talking like this kid's breaking like like winning states and breaking like records? Like, what the hell? Crazy. I don't know about that. Did you just? I mean, did you just feel like really good that day? I did feel good that day, but it was. I like I had prom the night before and I just didn't do anything during prom day. Just took it easy. Got went to bed at like one, which is normal, I'd say. Like left at twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, yeah, I just felt good. I stretched. I warmed up. I don't. I didn't always stretch and warm up before my meets. That that time I did, and I don't know. Just it was. It just happened. <laughs> but I had Josh the whole way. Josh was the one training me. He was the one getting me ready. He told me my hurdle form looked good and not do any any more like practice hurdles before the race. I don't know. He just—he was a big factor in that. And now, Sid, Daniel, I gotta ask: Does that? Obviously, you're happy for your teammate. Obviously, you're happy for your yeah. brother. But deep down, does that 
kind of piss you off a little bit because obviously you guys were, you know, state runners too and you're, you know, running, running. But here comes Henry who literally five practices, wins sectionals, does well. And like, does that, yeah, like I said, you're happy, but does it kind of piss you off a little bit? It's just like annoying that he just, <laughs> like, it took him like three weeks to get to that level and just, you know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I was annoyed about it at all. I was like, I was, I think I was only happy for him. I was like, okay. I, I, I don't mean, think I felt anything other than. Like I, I, I was obviously happy for him. Oh, like absolutely, that, just that tiny bit. Like, oh my god, why is he so good? Like, why do you, why why could he do that? I also, I don't think I ever doubted it either. I think the second he said it in the meet, I was like, or in the one practice, I was like, obviously, he'll win that. That yeah, was gonna I, say. I didn't doubt that he would I mean, win. Like maybe a little bit when like his first time NFLs, he got beat. Yeah, but I also was like, I was like. Who knows what went through, what happened in that race. He also hasn't practiced. He's probably fine. But that's other than that, I had no doubts. Yeah, and even NFLs, you finished, was it second or third you finished? Well, NFLs, I finished first, but the prelims, I finished second. Oh, that's right. Okay. Did you win the class meet? I didn't race the class Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't run the class meet, did you? Because you did the 800. I was, the whole year, I wanted to break two minutes in the 800. Yeah. I never did it. Uh, But it's whatever. It's all right. Secretly, you were were too busy focusing on hurdles in your mind. Um, so Sid, you had a great year this year. What'd you go? I know all of you guys went states. What'd you go to states for? I went in the eight hundred. Okay. Um, at what point did you did you kind of have like did you kind of look at the season, look at the times and stuff, and do what your brother did and said, all right, I'm going to really focus on the eight hundred, or did you just say whatever kind of whatever Mativiers put me in? That's that's what I'm going to run. I mean, it actually, I don't even, I wouldn't say it was either. I even before sectionals the year before, I was all in eight hundred. Yeah. I mean, I did. For the last four track seasons, indoor, outdoor, indoor, outdoor, I was 1,800, 1,800 every single time that it was a big meet, like, sectionals meet. That's um, all I cared about. Does it sometimes, like, just – did you ever get bored running, like – I mean, clearly, like, dominating the 800. Do you ever just get bored with it? Especially – and I don't want to make, it like, any teams – I'm not going to put any teams out, but there are obviously some teams that have good 800 runners mm-hmm. that – especially in league meets and others where, I mean, it's just you're running literally against you. Do you, do you ever kind of just I, – I don't want to say bored, but just – I guess for lack of a better word, do you ever get, like, bored with running, in, especially in some of those league meets? I don't know because in the league the league meets, I didn't – I did get kind of bored at some of the league meets, except for, like, a few had good runners, but the league meets were just win four events every league meet to yeah. win the meet, and it wasn't really what I wanted to do, It wasn't, and it wasn't really to go fast or hit a time. So I did kind of get bored with that, but never with the race itself, always maybe just with the meets. But, like, the in, invites, every invite was fun, no matter what I was running, even... Yeah, because the invites, obviously, you had a little more competition, you had better runners out there, Um and I guess even Henry, you can answer this. Is it? Do you guys like running ahead, or do you like running like from behind? Like, is it? Do you guys find it more difficult, like leading pretty much the whole race, or do you do you find it more difficult? Like, do you like being that person chasing, trying to catch up, trying to like take it in the last lap or so? Well, me personally, I I hate being behind people. If you watch, even a, in a in a dual meet where I know I could just outkick this kid or whatever. I don't want to be behind somebody. It takes more effort for me, honestly, to get myself to be behind somebody. Like in at sectionals in the 800, the only reason we were out so fast in the first lap was because there was a kid who was trying to get ahead of me, and I just couldn't let him, couldn't even give him a Yeah, chance. we we were kind of watching that. We're like, all right, he's he's going yeah. for it. So you like you like running more from ahead. Yeah, I, I hate being behind people. 
Henry, what about you? Same same thing, or do you like kind of playing that catch up role? I wish I could run behind people. Like that's what I like doing when I was younger. That's what I would do because I was like good enough to do that. But now, like people don't people like to sit and kick. People all like to sit behind each other. So if I were to do that, I would get beat in the kick because my sprint my sprinting wasn't the best. So I would always go out in front. But like in the eight hundred, I would have loved it if someone took me out fast. Like I would always be in first, and my time wouldn't be good. Okay, so you like kind of just staying behind the leader and just like do you, do you notice that like it helps kind of almost drafting off of them or just it 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 would help. I wasn't able to run. I only was able to run behind him, and the only meet that happened, I kind of got screwed over at the start, so I wasn't like really behind him. Like I was behind him, but not close to him, and it was just hard to catch up to him. I still remember one of the best races. Was it was it the thousand or the six or hundred at at Buffs? Yeah, yeah was... where it was literally like. All you saw was you two. I think, I mean, it was just a bunch of hair. It was like, like you guys were literally like shoulder to shoulder. I'm still not even to this day like sure who exactly won. I mean, it was close. I mean, it says you won, but in the picture, I'm in front. (laughs) I was going to say, it was literally like we kind of, I just remember looking at, I was watching it with uh, Mativa was nearby, uh, Coach Medor, um, the coach from uh, Lockport. We all just kind of looked like, Okay, Morris won. Not sure which one entirely, but um, no, that was just that was a crazy race. Yeah. Did you guys? Did you guys get? Do you guys get amped up like running against oh, each yeah. other? That whole For week, sure, I yeah. was scared. You I were scared. Like, well, I totally. Well, I my indoor season was weird because I missed a lot of meets. That was my second meet of the entire season, and my first meet, I ran a pretty crappy time. I won the race, but I didn't run a good time. So this, I was like, I'm about to run like the section lead. I'm about to be like the best in the section. Whoever wins this race can be the best in the section. And I remember in the race, he was just like pulling away from me the whole race, like slowly just like gaining ground on me. And then the last lap, I was like, I'm chilling right now. I'm just going to start kicking. Yeah. And I was catching him slowly and slowly. And then in the last, like it was like a 50-meter stretch, the last 50 meters straightaway, I caught him. And then he just picked it up. Because he realized I was there. Yeah. And then I was like, I was still like, I was about to pass him, but the finish line just came too early. I was going to say, Sid, at that point, were you kind of being like the nicer brother? But like, all right, I'm going to let him have a chance, let him think he's got a chance, and then. Not at all, <laughs> really. I, I mean, he had a, I, I guess in all my races, my starts weren't great, but in this one specifically, he was just like, the gun went off. He was like a meter to ahead of me, like consistently. And I was like, I can't let him be ahead of me. I sped up a ton. Actually, I put the pace, like I gave us, I started pacing us. He was falling behind. I mean, he had probably, I had probably like 20 meters on him or more at one point in the race. I thought it was over. And then last lap, I started hearing a lot of people cheering in the crowd. And it's, oh, it, it, it got pretty crazy. loud. And then I see just, I just hear footsteps. And I see to my right just this kid going way faster than me. <laughs> I, I, didn't know what I, I didn't know if I was going to be able to do anything. I thought I lost for sure. And then I just pushed, and it was basically a tie. Like I said, it just – we all kind of looked at each other. We're like, I, I don't know, maybe Henry, maybe Sid. I, I have no idea. It was crazy. Everybody in the like we we're like, I don't, we talked to everybody that we raced like in like before the race. So we're talking to everybody. Everybody like pretty much like knows us. All the mid distance people know us. And I'm hearing people all along the stands just cheering for 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 me. Like like go Henry, catch him Henry, come on Henry, get him. <laughs> I hear everybody like people I don't even know yelling my name. Go get him. It's like insane. Like, it was amazing. I was like Daniel. Who do you, who do you think won? Do you so. I, I mean, obviously, I think Sydney won because that's what the the camera says. But like, he he only was in ahead for like a fraction of a second because Henry was leading, 
and then Sydney surged ahead and won, and then Henry passed him again right after the finish line. So yes. it was yeah. like it was it was I mean it was the definition of a photo finish. Yeah, it was yeah, it was crazy. Um, now Daniel with vaulting, you all um, how and we were even talking about this along the pole vault. How much of a pain is it like having just to wait so long at some of these meets because you're just I mean, it, it, yeah. they start at what nine nine feet? They, they so start at nine and a half for guys. Some of the early meets it was like seven six. Yeah, and all I the mean dual meets, and then I think sectionals was like nine six ten maybe. So sectionals, I didn't have to wait that long for sectionals. Because you usually nice. come at what eleven? Uh, twelve. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. So, um, even in the early duels, uh, the dual meets, I mean, you're taking one jump and winning it, yeah. obviously, because by the time, I mean, even in the NFLs. You're kidding a kid that's maybe hitting like 10, 10, 6. Uh, did we have, besides you, did we have any 11 foot, 11 foot vaulters? I think one got 11, 6. Okay. One got 11. So, I mean, still, like, I think my opening height, like, one technically. And then um, I think there was only two or three meets that there were still people jumping when I came in. Yeah. Like, at all the other meets, it was just like, all right, nobody's here. I just got to do this one jump and I win. And then, so. Is it kind of tough to keep focused yeah, or? I don't think there's a single dual meet that anybody. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think anybody was close yeah. to you at all. Is it tough to keep focused? Like even even knowing, all right, their best vaulter is only jumping 10 feet. You know, I, I can do that easy. Like, is it tough to kind of like keep focused or? Yeah, it kind of sucks because, you know, you got to warm up and then you just got to wait. And you know, yeah, you can kind of lose the but. No, I I think I I think it's nice because it you know allows me to like calm down a little bit and like chill out for a second. Um, but yeah, how about in some of the bigger invites? Even I mean, it's not I guess it's not as long a meet, but it's it's still a it's still a pretty decent wait because you know you've got uh, you know they make the call for pole vault. The pole vault event starts. Um, obviously, you're not jumping in the early nines, nine sixes. Um, do you do you find yourself like do you? Do you just watch the events? Do you? I, I know you were coaching a lot of the uh, the younger East jumpers, mm-hmm. so that kind of gets you um, keeps you occupied or whatever. But is it? Do you kind of have like your own little thing where you're all right? I'm. I know they made the call, but I'm just gonna kind of hang out. I've got even if they make the call, I've still got like 45 minutes, maybe an hour or so until no, I actually I, jump. I usually I usually go down early just to like warm up on my own before the like pit actually opens, and then. Um, you know, as you said, helping coach the little kids, that kind of helped a little bit um, give me something to do, not just, like, sitting there again in my own head. Um, but then, like, a lot of the meets, like, the meet ended before, like, like I was done jumping. Like, I think at sectionals and, like, the first invite we went to, like, everybody was gone, and it was literally yeah. just me at the pole vault pit. Yeah, sectionals, we all stayed, but I know, and that's one thing. Do you, do you like that? That, I mean, not only... Like at sectionals, I think it was because it was there were three jumpers. There were you, Orchard Park, and uh, who was the other jumper? Star with, Point. Star Point. Yep. And um, it was literally those three schools. Everybody else, by the time you guys pretty much done, every almost the entire uh, track was empty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you do you like that? Do you find it annoying? Like, is it is it more just relaxing? Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, it's a, it is what it is. Like, there's not really much I can do about it. It's nice that you know, 
like all the coaches can come over like you know having Mativia there Bunger there um and even like some teammates can come watch and cheer on so that's nice that's I, not I did not know this until um coach Smith pointed out but did you know that Ken Dorsey was actually at the pole vault at the NFL meet oh sorry the sectional meet for Ooh. pole vault Ken Dorsey the Bills offensive coordinator. You don't know who Ken Dorsey is? Oh, the Bills yeah. offensive coordinator. He was at the pole vault meet that day. I, well, he was there for girls pole vaulting. Okay. I don't know if he came back because his uh, his daughter, I guess, is a pole vaulter okay. for Orchard Park. So he was there with some of the Orchard Park coaches. Um, I guess she knows him really well. She walked by. She's like, do you know who that is? I was like, I don't know. One of the coaches. I think I've seen him around. I think the girls was on the second day. So yeah, because they do boys first day and then girls. So he probably wasn't there the day that. Yeah. So she made sure to wait until we walked by. She's like, "Oh, by the way, that was Ken Dorsey." I was like, "You're not going to introduce." So of course she didn't introduce me. Yeah. um, No, I thought that was kind of that was kind of cool. Matt, how long has Megan been saying she's going to get Dorsey? Never. She has said she's going to get him on. She said she'll never do it. No, she said she. All right. I don't want him on. <laughs> Matt's not a fan of Ken Dorsey's, um, but it's. I I just think that's again it's such a it's such a unique event because obviously when you guys are running, you guys know when your event's going off. You know that you know. I, I mean, if there's different heats, it might be a little. You might have a little bit of a it's wait, also, but it's over quickly. Like they, yeah, it's also they, yeah. They just go and then they're done. Like I gotta go and then I gotta wait and then I gotta go. Like when I'm in the competition, you know, like waiting for other people to jump and all that. So yeah, it's just I always thought that was just it was such a unique event. I guess you get it a little bit with triple and long, um, and even to a lesser degree, even in, even in shot put and discus. Yeah, if you're in second flight. All right, you know you you're gonna have 15 minutes to warm up, get everything ready. You know when first flight starts. All right, that flight's gonna take probably about 45 minutes. Um, there's gonna be 15 minutes of warm up, so you, you kind of get your routine. Like you said, vaulting, it's it could go super quick. Where maybe you get all right, you get 10 guys that all of a sudden don't clear their 10 foot mark. They get knocked out at nine foot, and then obviously yeah. you might be going a little sooner, or you'll have you know, you might have guys that uh, clear, you know, PR, and next thing you know, you've got a group of 20 at 11 feet instead of a group of, like, then, 10 or 15. And, the, like, the worst is, like, when everybody, like, makes on their third attempt, and then they get three more attempts at the next height, and you got to wait for them to miss those three bows. And so it's, yeah. Yep. And you you had a pretty, uh, pretty eventful sectional finals here. Uh, yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, sectionals. I think, so I think the bar I won at was like 13 feet. Like, I think I jumped 13 feet. Nobody else jumped 13 feet. So um, I won the meet, so I won sectionals. And then um, um, in the back of my mind, like, I wanted to get the school record. So the school record was 14 feet. So we put the bar right up to 14-1 to break the school record by an inch. And then um, I got on my second temp. So that was was pretty cool. That was... That was that was fun, and it was funny. Brunger was the first one to to comment on it. I guess uh, they accidentally marked you at fourteen feet first. Yeah, yeah. So then Brunger was like, yeah. um, "So we, you know, by the time we got on the bus ride home, they had made the adjustment, but we wanted to make sure you got the fourteen one, yeah, and just not four because fourteen would have tied the school record, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. So that was really cool. I remember uh, your mom was just your mom was like super excited. Um. That was cool. Just talk about like what did it feel like 
like when you're, I mean, obviously you must have known it coming down. Like what was, yeah. what was the feeling of that? So just breaking just, that record. Cause I know you've been, you've been going after it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just going up, like it was just, it was a good jump. I probably, it was probably one of the better jumps in my life. Like I did everything I needed to, got fully invoted and everything. And then I went over the bar. I didn't touch the bar. So on the way down, like you can even see my, uh, my face in the video. Like I'm just like going crazy because like I I know on the way down like so you uh, knew it. You knew it right yeah, away. Yeah, right away. I knew. I'm just like, yeah. It's uh it's hard to put Willis because it's just like it's something like looked at like my my whole high school career. Like oh that'd be cool if I could get there. Like obviously probably won't, but like yeah, it's it's special. Was it was it third attempt? Second second attempt. Yeah. Did you have any like? Did you want to go further? or You're like, nope, that's it. We, like, yeah. It's... So we uh, we put the bar to fourteen six, but I think I was just too tired and probably like adrenaline like rushed. Got uh, I was gonna say you get down and and then uh, and then I went straight to prom. So like that was yeah. <laughs> that's another thing. And even as an athlete, like when I ran track and field, it always happened. Do you guys find it annoying that like prom seems to always either fall on mostly fall on sectionals, yeah. but it'll either fall on the NFL meet typically sectionals like that just always was a shocker that's like that's like going all all season long practicing winning and then at soccer season if well you can't go to the soccer game because you've got prom or you've got sats or you've got this do you guys find that even there's been times even sats have been scheduled on either sectionals yeah. or yeah i think there was um i remember i think it was uh grace Sizz. i think it was her senior her junior year um I started getting nervous because she had made it for shot. And I'm like, okay, she's getting up and she's still not here yet. And I think she ended up coming maybe five or 10 minutes before her flight started. Do you guys find that like, just it's annoying or I can't talk for them because their events were like, they had events on the second day. I, I had a pole vault was day one. So I was able to jump and then go to prom. So that was nice. Cause like prom didn't really affect my meet, but like I might have made prom a little happier, you know. Getting yeah, it was nice. It was nice to be able to walk into prom and be like, yeah, you know, I was a little late, but yeah, I won sectionals and I broke the school record, so it gave me a good story to tell. But I mean, like Henry, you went to prom and then had to come back yeah. the next day, and so I, I mean, like I didn't care too much about prom. But our relay, our relay was supposed to be really good. Like we were supposed to win sectionals in our relay. Yeah, and. But, like, one of our teammates was, like, I don't care about the relay. Like, one of our, our – probably our third best guy was, like, I don't care. Like, I would rather go to prom. I have priorities. He wasn't even going to go to sectionals at all. And then – Yeah. He, I mean, like, I don't know. It just I, – I didn't care too much about prom, but, like, I, I had a date to prom, and she was, like, please be on time. You have to be on time. Oh, my God. You got to be on time. And then <laughs> I was just, like – I was, like, I got to run. <laughs> if I'm going to run, I'm going to run. Yeah, and even just does it, even uh, while you're at prom, while you're this, does it kind of in the back of your mind, or you're like, all right, I got to be ready for tomorrow. Like this is, yeah, I can't stay out too late. I can't. Yeah, it's just you don't want to, quote unquote, party too much. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I was at the. It was a school after party, so it wasn't a party, but it was like I was like playing games and stuff, and I'm watching the clock. I'm like, oh my god, it's getting late. I have no right home. What am I gonna do? And it's just like. In the back of my mind, I'm like, if I do this, maybe I'm going to lose by, like, 0.1 seconds if I don't get home in time. Like, Yeah. You never know. Everything can be a factor. And it kind of, you know, it kind of, thankfully for me, my events were always were always the day 
um, of prom. Well, one year, I should say. One year was the day of prom, but I was, I was like Daniel. I, I had my race. Um, I did a 3200, had my race. I was done, so I could go to prom with just, you know, I went with my prom uh, senior year with no problems. Junior year, I went to prom, um, and it wasn't, thankfully, the uh, sectionals, I think, was the week. Sectionals was the following week, I think, so... But, um, yeah, the only year it would have affected me was senior year. But, thankfully, it was just, you know, I already ran my race. I'm cool. I'm done. It's it's good. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't imagine. That would have to just, like, damn, I can't, you know, I don't want to stay out too late. I want to be home by 10, 11, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's got to that's gotta stink. But that's why I always, whoever organizes proms for Kenmore, I always want to say, like, you know, you know, sectionals is going to be on like the first. You make it any other weekend. The week after, nothing's going on. Exactly. It's like make it make it that weekend. We might have had states. states is the next week. Today. But like, <laughs> no, there was wasn't there a week between states Indoor this year? Indoor, uh, but like, there's still there were two weeks yeah. after states. Like, yeah, yeah. There, there were schools having prom even like after the school year ended. Like, yeah. they did not have to do it during the secondary sectionals. They could have done it the week before. They like, mm-hmm. they, don't, yeah. they just don't care. Do it just anytime. It doesn't. Hell, do it in April. By that time, everybody knows when it's they're not graduating. A team, who cares? Yeah, and that's unfortunately. Now I was going to ask you too. Even, uh, even soccer, indoor track, outdoor track, cross country. Do you guys like how how noticeable is it that it's just in fall it's football, spring it's baseball, winter it's basketball. If you're not, if you're not quote unquote that big sport, you'll get your recognition. But do you notice that it's Almost like uh, second tier recognition. I want to say, I played basketball, and I like I. I'm not gonna say I was the best on the team, but I mean I, I had the most points. I uh, like I would drop twenty in all the big games. I would do like all these things. Like if anyone was gonna talk about basketball, they're probably gonna talk about me. And people were talking about Sydney more than me. In basketball, they were talking about Sydney's thousand. Sydney going to stage for the thousand more than me dropping twenty in the Ken West game. Really? So I mean, like, it, for basketball, it wasn't even the, like, so even the basketball team was talking about that more. Oh, I mean, or just the, the just the school. Team was bad. I, so I think <laughs> we had such a good track team this year. Like the track team was so good this year and last year that I mean, it probably brought a little. I mean, we we had a huge team this year, like under like that, and that, I feel like that's a little bit to do with the success last year at NFLs, and then you know, Sydney qualifying for the states like eight times and like all that. So I still remember the first practice where we were running hallways, like we hadn't even started maybe two minutes, and the janitor comes running down. Oh you can't do. There's too many kids. What the hell? Where's all these kids? Like, dude, we're running hallways. It's not our fault. We had like, what, sixty guys and like seventy girls. Like, it's just insane. I would say our track. We have like, I might, I might sound a little full of ourselves, but I, I say, I'd say we've created a track culture. It's oh, absolutely. Like, we're it's I for for the spring. It's definitely the main sport. Nobody, yeah. People are always talking about track. It's, I mean, baseball. Nobody really even talks about baseball. Same with. In the fall, it's not as big as obviously outdoor track, but I mean it's still huge. No, people talk about track almost as much as basketball. I I think you're right. Kenmore is kind of becoming a, a track and field school. Hopefully, kids can hold their own. Yeah, and I mean you look at it. I guess it is. You look at it. The football team hasn't won a game in five years, four years. We won a scrimmage. We won yeah. This year. And we won. Okay, Matt. I got to ask you this question. If it's 
is it considered a win if it's an end-of-year scrimmage? It's the last game of the year. You kind of throw this game on, and it's against another team with zero wins. With zero wins. And you like beat them, and it's a scrimmage. A scrimmage. It, it was a scrimmage. Does that, does that break the streak? No. Not at all. I, I agree. So even the coaches, like, that was their big thing. I don't know if you saw that they that it did break the streak. The coaches are they argued that it broke the streak. The players were arguing that it broke the streak <laughs> all during indoor season. That's why they hit, I don't know if you noticed in the weight room they put like the 1 in 11 or whatever record in the weight room or 1 in 10 whatever. That's that was the 1 in 10 signs that were hanging over all the squat bars. You wouldn't um believe this. Oh, okay, yeah. Our the kid there's 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 D1 and D2 in the section. The Division 2 400 hurdler was the running back for that team that we beat? For, and he was talking to was us it about Dunkirk. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking to us about it at the like like when we were, we were eating the night before the state meet, and he's talking to us. He's like, "We played you guys in our scrimmage at the end of the year, and you barely beat us, and we were the worst team." Yeah. So they even called it a scrimmage too. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like, he's like, "Oh, you guys were you guys were so bad. You're lucky we had a good team. We were lucky our team was that bad." They apparently that kid like had like. 200 yards on us or something. That's what he said. I don't know what, I don't know how true it is. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I felt bad because I was talking to uh, Ryan, Ryan Fink and Tamias, and they're like, oh, you know, we want, I'm like, no, you guys didn't win. And I felt bad like I was being that jerk, but like, no, you didn't win. But at the same time, you didn't win. A couple months ago, Tamias kept telling me if he played, they would have won a game. And yeah, he didn't, even, he didn't play this year, did he? No, he didn't. He's confident they would have won a game if he played. I don't believe him. I keep telling him that. It, listen, he couldn't have made him any worse. No, he I would mean, not have made it worse. <laughs> would have made him better. But I was going to say, Tamias is a good kid, but that's just got to be – no, I think it's been – it has to have been like at least five years since they've won a game. We, we, no, beat, we, beat, we beat against West. Like, when was that? Uh, either freshman or eighth grade year. So like we yeah, won so one about game four in five years. years. It was right before COVID. And, yeah. Okay. So it was, it was probably freshman year. But and against West, and they had a pretty good team that year, I think. So that was like, it, it, we shouldn't, we should not have won that game, but we did, and it, you know, it was. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, Mativier text you, so you go going to run the three thousand, winning the three thousand. Hopefully, longest race in my life. Is this your first time doing the three? I ran the mile before that. So. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll do as well as you did during the uh, the hurdles. Yeah. <laughs> good luck, Henry. <laughs> His second appearance, his second appearance, and his second time leaving. Early. I was gonna, yeah. say, I was just gonna say he did that the first time. He had to go to a soccer game, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the first time, well, was it who was it? You or him chomping on the uh, the popcorn? Yeah, Henry's sitting there. So the last time he he came by the show, he's sitting there the whole time chomping on popcorn, and then he just gets up. Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> he's not even that much of a busy guy. He just make, it's a persona. He wants to make it seem like. <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome. But Matt, did you ever have? Because you guys at Clarence, you guys used to be real good at football. Like you guys used to be like. And then, no, um, I remember when I first started. This would have been way back um, before uh, before Lair took over the team when um, got Tom Goddard was the coach. You guys had been like you guys would go maybe one. You'd lose maybe one game in like two or three years. Um, but then, yeah, your high school career, you guys were you guys weren't Ken East bad. But you were you were pretty bad, weren't you guys? Like maybe two, three wins a season. Oh, I don't know. I never watched football. I never. I was never going to the football games. They sucked. 
That's it's got to be now. Is it the same thing at East where you guys don't really? Does anybody really go to the games, or is it just kind of go there to just hang out with friends? I had to go because I was in the band, so we had to play for the games. Oh, okay, so I think, but I can't. I don't know if I went to any games. I think it was kind of just like you go, even though you know you're gonna lose. Yeah, like it was. I know. I mean, the same. I went at. Uh, I graduated from Canisius College, and our team was. Well, we currently don't have a football team anymore because they were so bad. But it was. I remember going to uh, one of the football games my freshman year, and they had gotten beaten, I want to say, by a team that was – they were D1. They were a D1 program. They were in uh, not the UB Mac, but the other Mac, like the – you know, there's two different Macs. Um, they were D1. They got blown out. By halftime, it was like, I don't know, 35 nothing. I mean, it was a team – there was literally – we would take bets – um, as the year goes on, because on Sports Center, you know how they would show the scores or whatever um, below. It'd be like sometimes it'd be seventy to nothing, yeah. eighty to nothing. Sounds like East football. Pretty much, we would always take but like, all right, the over under on them on them losing it. Did they get beat by? Did they at least cover the sixty point spread or the seventy point spread? I mean, it was just awful. I think they finally got rid of their program. I want to say like two thousand. I graduated in 02. I think they got rid of their program like 2005, 6, 7, where, where they, play? they played um, They played at the Kessel Center on the baseball field. Well, oh, it was a football? It was a football field, yeah. Um, no, they were just horrible. And it was one of those things, like I said, I went to one, maybe two games, and afterwards you'd get some people like, you guys want to go to the game? No, just no. <laughs> it's just... And it's just when you're losing so bad. Like, it's not yeah. – if it was a competitive – if we were losing, you know, all right, by a touchdown, by three points, but you're looking at the end of the first quarter, I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous. And I, the only thing I remember, the game that I saw, Canisius actually got close – they got sh- – they only scored, like, I think one touchdown, and the kicker missed the extra point. But they got within field goal range. One was, like, a 35-yarder. One was, like, a 40-yarder. Like, it was all makeable field goals. By the fourth missed field goal of, like, under 40 yards, I think I just started to look at my friend like, damn, I could kick for this team. <laughs> like, I thought about I thought about going up to their coach, but, like, your kicker sucks. I'm a soccer player. Like, I could – do you want me to try out? Like, I, could, like I, I seriously thought for, like, a few hours, like, I could be a, I could be a college kicker. You should have. I mean, the kid was, like, just horrible. By the fourth field goal, you kind of looked like, no, no, I know it's a 35. Just – Keep the kid on the sideline. Just go for it. It's fourth and fifteen. It doesn't matter. Just go for it. But uh, no, they were they were bad. Um, it's just I feel bad for teams like that. It's just have you guys ever our track and field? We were never really. I can't remember us we, being like that. We've only won. We we've only lost one dual meet, and that was, was with Connor Alderman. Breaking, breaking his, his yeah. So we lost and that like was, a couple points. Yeah, and that was the last duel. That was, uh, I want to say, six Luke, years ago? That was eighth grade. So, yeah, so five, five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then cross country, I mean, cross country we had good seasons and bad seasons. This year was probably... We well, had a good season last year. This last year. year was really good. Was it last year or two years ago that you guys co? Uh, you guys split the guys split the title. Last year that? we. That was if Josh's shoe didn't fall off, we would have won the title. But then we got yeah. we got third instead. Okay. We, Wait, wasn't there a year where you guys split the title with somebody? In outdoor. No, that was track. Yeah. 
I know. Last yeah. year we split the title with uh, Lockport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought cross country. You guys split the title no, with like GI or something. It was it was Ken West and Weefield. That's what Ken the title. West. That's right. But and if, if we and if Alderman didn't, you guys would have jumped ahead of them. We, yeah, we would have split it with. I don't know which one, but I think it would have been us we, and West. We, we would have split it together. We wouldn't have been able to beat West. We would have been able to beat Weefield, I believe. Yeah. It was something, like, we, we – yeah. Yeah. But, I mean – Yeah, because he lost his shoe pretty early on in the race, both didn't shoes. he? Yeah. He lost both? Both shoes, I believe, and it was extremely muddy. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a lake in the middle of the course and where there was just a tree falling. Where'd you guys run the NFL meet? Island. Oh, okay. It was really bad. I used to hate – I ran cross country – no, that was a different year. I ran cross country my seventh grade year. Uh, and then obviously I switched to soccer. I hated Beaver Island. Yeah. I hated Beaver Island. And there was one course. I can't remember the course. Maybe Autobahn. What, I, the, who knows if the course was even there. There was a giant, like, at one point, probably about two miles in, there was a section of the track where it went, I mean, it went up pretty steep. And, of course, it was raining that day, so that it became like a giant mud hill. Like, everybody was slipping. I remember at one point I got up, I was racing next to somebody, I got up, he slipped, like went down, and of course he grabbed my ankle and pulled me down with him. So we went down the entire, so then when we're going up, I fell, so I was like, screw you. I grabbed his leg and dragged him down, so it took us like three or four attempts. By that point, we're like, I think I finished the race. I was usually, uh, seventh grader, I was usually like, I'd hit like 23, 24, I think that I maybe like a 35. I mean, I was at that point, I was just caked in mud from front to back. I think at that point I just skipped, like I was skipping on the finish line. I'm like, I don't care. Just get me on the damn bus. It was cold. It was rainy. I just wanted to go home. But I remember being so pissed when that kid just like, he fell and he just grabbed me. I'm like, you that, son of a... Yeah, that, that's got to suck. That's so, but on the way down the second time, I felt, it was like, all right, cool. Little, little vengeance. <laughs> But at that point, yeah, I'm pretty sure we both finished, like, dead last or whatever. But I'm just like, I, I want to get the hell out of here. Do you guys ever have those races, even in cross country, where you're just like, whether it's going, like, good, bad, you're way out in front or way behind, you're just like, all right, it's cold, it's rainy, I, I just want to get, like, I want to run through the finish line right on the bus and let's go. Yeah, definitely. Especially most of the cross country races when it's raining, it's like that. Yeah. And then, like, I had... I had my one race. It was eighth grade year. The only I, I lost NFLs. It was it was my eighth grade year, and it was JV and varsity were combined. I would usually have been varsity. I wasn't even good, but I was like twenty flat, twenty one flat. I mean, so I was varsity, and then they I was super sick that day. I shouldn't have even ran, but they made me run. I was the last person to finish out of everybody. Really, the only thing that I everyone who was behind me got taken out of the race. Like they were we were running like thirty fives. Whatever, so people, you're cut off by everyone else. <laughs> so everybody that finished the race beat me. That's... So I got last place out of everyone. Oh, that's <laughs> horrible. But you know what? Good learning experience. Yeah. Now, do you guys like cross country better or track and field better? Well, it's a little different. Well, I was going to say a little different because I, yeah, I just did cross country because, you know, my friends did it. Yeah. It was fun and, uh, you know, just, but. No, I did not like. I did not like running that much. Sid, how about you? Like me personally, I liked running on the track better. I was always thirty two hundred sixteen, um, and the thirty two relay. I, I I only did cross country the one year until I switched. But I I just liked being on the track better. It, yeah, I, I really didn't like cross country like at all. 
Did I you kind of just do it to? Well, I mean, you were obviously good at it, but did you do well, it more to stay in shape? I mean, for it was mostly to stay in shape, but also like I wanted to have good seasons. Like when I was in eighth and ninth grade, I was probably better better cross country than I was at track. Almost, okay, almost definitely actually. And then like the other years, I got better at track, but I was still I was good at cross country, but I wasn't nearly as good as track as I was at track. And then I got like this year at McQuaid, I got COVID. I went from like fifth place at the at the end of the mile to seventy fifth when I finished. Ooh. After the after the race, I took a COVID test. I had it. <laughs> like before the race. Oh, I, so you ran the race without knowing you had it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I mean, before the race, you he was, asked Daniel, I was there. Yeah, he was like telling just, me the whole time. He was like, oh, I feel so sick. <laughs> <laughs> like just warming up, I felt like I was going to throw up. <laughs> and this was this would have been what the first year when we came back from COVID? That was this year. Oh, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And oh, messed up. It really messed up my whole season. I was going to say, did it kind of take you a while to just get back? Like, did it knock you out for a good time? Yeah, like, I had one good race beforehand, one good invite, and then and then dual meet that I did whatever in, and then McQuaid, and then I was sick. I was out for, like, a meet. Wasn't good for a few more meets because I just was out for a week. Got, got a dual meet where I was pretty good. Then I did horrible at Alden invite, and then the rest of the season was bad, except for sectionals was really good. I ran, I, I PR'd. I got on the record board. I think it was eighth place. Okay, yeah, might seventh be wrong. or eighth. Yeah, seventh or eighth. And then I beat Justice by one second. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I beat him by one second. And then States, I did a horrible. I ran like in eighteen. Where was States this year? Uh, it's called like VVS. I don't know what okay. the is. It's yeah. It's, I think it was New Syracuse. Okay. maybe. but it was a super hilly course, and like all the courses we ran on this year were flat. So like. We didn't really train on any hilly, yeah. so like, there was like a twenty foot hill. Yeah. Oh damn! Straight yeah. up, and then you did it twice. Once you, at the beginning, one, once at the end. Once at the uh, I hated courses that um, you have that hill at the end that you're just not yeah. like. Our home uh, when I ran in Niagara Falls, I don't know. If, do they still run Reservoir? No, I don't know if that it's is. not anymore. Okay. The, the we there's a course called Bond Hill, uh, Bond Bond Lake. Yeah, and that's Bond got the yeah, it's got the massive yeah massive hill. At ours uh, for Reservoir, our home course was you you pretty much had to, you pretty much did it a mile and a half, and then you kind of had to run the course again. So you looped around, but you had the it wasn't a huge hill, but it was an, a, a decent sized hill where you had to do it at the beginning of the course, and then you the way they looped it around, you pretty much I'd, I'd say maybe the last quarter of a mile you had to go up the hill and then instead of going all the way down you just went up the hill and then right back down um it just it sucked you get especially you get right towards the end again it was maybe the last quarter mile or less i just hated courses that put that mile at the end it's almost like all right i'm almost done i'm almost done it's like it's like a big middle finger like here you go one last way to stick it to you yeah um did you guys have any favorite courses um alden's the best for sure where did they did they run at their high school or yeah it's I think a, it's at the high school yeah, yeah. it's at the high school okay. it's like flat goes in the woods it's like wood chips everywhere it's like it's the best course I liked it I never didn't PR there every time I ran there I PR'd really the PR for the season was always there and then this year the invite was a week or two off of COVID I was I felt good the whole race and the last mile I had so much I I I'm assuming it was lactic acid I don't really know I couldn't move my legs oh. And everyone was just passing me. I had bad race, but then it was at sectionals. It was also Alden. Yeah. And that was, oh, okay. I, and then I PR'd, and that's my overall PR. So it would end up being good. Nice. And then, like, I like Bond 2, which was the hilly one. I liked it a lot. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. You like it? Why. It's yeah. a pretty close, but I mean. Because I would just, like, if I, 
as long as there was people that weren't like better than me, I would just try to lose whoever it was that was I was racing before it got up to the hilly part, and then I. I considered myself pretty decent at pushing through hills. Okay, I was gonna say, are you are you like a hill runner? Like, do you like the hills? I like or? the hills, but like, I, I and I thought I was good at hills until like states, and then I realized maybe I'm not. <laughs> maybe I was just better than these people, so it made me think I was good at hills. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite quote is either McQuaid or the one at Knox Farm. That was a pretty good one. Okay, yeah, I like that one too. I was gonna say, my stepdaughter ran uh, cross country throughout high school. I always thought, I mean, I never ran it in high school, but I always thought that the McQuaid track was uh, yeah. it was a pretty good course. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fun. And, I mean, just the atmosphere there. Like, I think there was, what, like 8,000? I was going to say, that's like, one of the biggest ones. It's something crazy like that. So it's just, yeah. Um, on cross country, like, obviously you have, you know, in your invites, you've got a ton of people there, a ton of racers. Do you have... Well, I love, let me start with this way. Did you have, like, a rival in cross-country where you knew, like, every invite, I'm, like, this guy's going to get, this guy's going to push me, This I got to beat this guy, I got to beat this, like, did you have a rival, Sid, when you were running? Or? I don't know, I feel like in in cross-country, it was it was always a kid who would always beat me by a little bit. Okay. In track, it was always a kid who was close to me, but in cross-country, it was, I don't know if I'd say rival, like, both the West kids, Max and Aiden, they were both, okay. like... Aiden ended up unfortunately getting hurt, and then Max did beat me at at uh, NFLs. But it was like that's always how it was always the West kids. So on those massive like when you're when everybody's at the line lined up, did you kind of like look around to see where they were, or you didn't really care until you settled into the race? No, I don't really. I mean, there's so many people. I didn't really know most. I don't really know distance runners really. Okay. I don't know anyone in cross. I didn't know anyone in cross country. Until I met some of them in track, like in the start of a late race. But there was, I'm not going to name the names of the school, but there were some schools where I'd be like, I cannot let this school be ahead of me. But it wasn't the person themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's, I mean, Dan, you got to have that too, I'm sure, at Vault. Like, I don't want this school to beat me. I don't want, even if they're even if they're not an NFL team, you just look like I can't lose to yeah. whatever. I feel like it's probably a little different pole vault to like mid distance or distance because, I mean, like, it's, like I know exactly who I'm going against. Involved, yeah, because you know you're not just gonna have some random person try the pole vault like at an invite or something. But like somebody could just like be a 400 runner and then try the 800 and like you know somebody and like he's, he's probably faced way more people than I have just yeah. because of the or just randomly enter the 400 hurdles and you know yeah. win, <laughs> become a champion. Yeah, I mean, and even with that, like you don't you never know if it's somebody who's who's you can always look at the t- scoreboard whatever the. You can look what they're supposed to run. You never know. Yeah. yeah. So it's really the person. You have to know the person. Like I know with when I'm racing, when I was, whenever I'm racing beer, and I know I, I was in for something because of last year in my mile, we went out one oh like two, then like two oh two eleven, and for me and him that was insane. And then he he passed me, and I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> and there was a um, we both like were throwing up for like twenty minutes after the race. I was probably throwing up the entire. <laughs> meet after the race it was so bad but you, then you always know when you're racing him that's how it's going to be so whatever time they run you don't really know it doesn't matter you have to know the person that's the one thing with with coaching with mativier he'll like he can pretty much tell you even nfl meets but like we're going to finish second or we're going to finish fourth or we're going to finish like pretty much he can tell you but like well this person's going to run this this person's going to run this we're going to get third in here we're going to get second in here it's almost like 
I remember the first couple of years coaching with him. It's almost like going to somebody who's seen the movie before you've seen it. And they're like telling you, like, dude, just shut up. I haven't seen it yet. Relax. But it's just I always found it. It was it was just it was really interesting how he could kind of look before the meet even started. Like, all right, here's what the score is going to be. And for the most part, within, you know, within a couple points, he'd be pretty much dead on. Yeah. Even during even during like bigger uh, bigger meets like an NFL meet as opposed to a duel. It I just found it like on the bus ride up like, all right, we're gonna finish fifth or we're gonna finish fourth, or the girls will get this, the guys will get this. But like, how do you know? Or how can you do the math that fast? Yeah, it was I mean, I was always asking beforehand, like, what do you think I'm gonna do? And then whatever he said He'd be like, yeah, he'd be right. Yeah, it was one time. I, one time I proved him wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if he says, but like, all right, you know, Sid, you're you're gonna get third place. Does that kind of like full, like I'm gonna I'm gonna it, prove him wrong. I'm gonna get second or I'm gonna get it was, first. It was pretty rare that he wouldn't say would win. I'm not. Yeah, like, I was I gonna say you dominated. For, I usually wouldn't ask him if there was a kid that, if there was a kid that's way better than me that I know I'm gonna lose to or think I'm gonna lose to. I wouldn't ask him. But then like, if there was a kid that was close to me and he would say I'm gonna. Lose them, I I usually do my best to win, and I I wouldn't believe him, especially because sometimes I did beat the person. I was gonna say, would he would he kind of come up to and come up to you before and tell you like, all right, be worried about this kid from Clarence, be worried about this kid from from Chickawalk Falcon, whatever, or would you kind of already know? I would already know. Okay, it was what would happen though. Like I'd be winning. I'd, I'd know I was gonna win. Like at sectionals this year, I didn't know because most of the people I never raced. I only ran. I don't even know. I might have ran one. Eight, one or two 800s. Yeah. I ran one at Starpoint, which was that cold meet, and the competition I was only one I hated that Starpoint. It was a good meet. It was just so cold. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There was only one kid in that that was in that was anywhere near me that was running at sectionals, and then the ne- the other one I ran was at NFLs. So I didn't really know the competition that much, and I asked him, and he was like, you don't have to worry about anybody. But I yeah. thought I was worried. <laughs> yeah. I was worried about everyone, really. I was going to say, when he says that, like, you don't have to worry, does that make you more nervous, or does that kind of put you at ease it a little really, bit? It doesn't change anything for me, honestly. I don't know why. <laughs> I usually I usually have my mindset before it starts. The Daniel, I just remember the one. Uh, it was when they indoor season when they combined the nine ten and the uh, those in pole vault. Yeah. The team where you you didn't even get to vault. Yeah, I didn't even jump. Yeah. You didn't even. That had to have, that had to have just that, upset yeah. you. After that, I think like my season kind of just went like on a decline. Like I had a really good like first half of the year. Yeah, and then. Like, I, I jumped, I think, 13-1 at one of the meets. And then there was, like, two or three weeks off because it was, like, winter break or whatever. Yeah, it was, I think it was we, that February break yeah. and then something else. And then... Or we had one meet at... Was it February break? And then we had one meet canceled either right before or right after because of the weather? Yeah, something like that. And I, and then I, don't, I didn't really jump high after that meet. And that, I mean, like, I still made it to states because I had yeah. the standard. But, like, I, I jumped horrible at sectionals. Like, it was... It was the worst yeah, I did all year. You barely like, even qualified, right? Yeah. Well, I all I had to do was clear both to qualify because oh, really? oh, my, my opening because yeah. I hit the standard and my opening bar there was only two other people left. Oh, okay. So like I knew like once I cleared a bar like I'd be in, but like I was just I was still figuring things out like with pole, new poles and like stuff, but but it was bad. Now, one thing I always wonder because I mean, coaches will talk even too for indoor. We kind of look at indoor, obviously you're trying to win, you're being competitive, but a lot of coaches out there will look at indoor as, okay, that's great, but indoor is almost like a preseason for outdoor. 
where we're getting you ready for outdoor. Do you guys kind of feel that way as athletes, like even for, for pole vaulting, even for like, do you feel like, like you getting, like doing the six and the thousand is kind of getting you ready, I guess, more for outdoor or do you guys treat indoor as like competitive as you do for outdoor? Um, my, I mean, this indoor season was really just me chasing the mile and the 1000 school record. And then anything else that happened was like, just, I mean, I was obviously hoping to win sectionals and stuff, but I wasn't that in that, in that sense, it's really just, uh, see how you are because indoors, outdoor is what really matters. And it's not indoors, not the end all. Cause it's, you say it's still have another season. Yeah. But for the majority of the season, it was really just do it as fast as you can in the thousand, maybe get the record and try and get the mile record. That was really yeah. what mine was. Um, and Daniel, how yeah. about you for you? I mean, is it, again, just making sure everything's ready for pole vaulting so that you can carry it in the outdoor mm-hmm. or is it, I want to win no matter what. Yeah. I mean, obviously you want to win, but, yeah. um, like for me indoor, like my full approach run, like my six step, I couldn't do that anywhere. Like I couldn't do it at the gym. I couldn't do, um, like at, at Kimmel middle, like practicing there. So really the only time I practiced my full approach run was at meets. So like that kind of, you know, not, that's not ideal. Like, cause there was no indoor runway that I could practice on. That was long enough for me to like even just run. But, um, for like outdoor, it was a lot easier to get that full approach work in. Like, cause I mean the outdoor tracks, like the runway is going to be long enough. So yeah, you've got your regular runway, your, mm-hmm. your yeah. um, so even for vaulting, did you find the competition was more more fierce for outdoor as opposed to indoor, or about the about the same? No, well, I didn't lose a single meet outdoor, except for states. Like I I went undefeated all the way through uh, states, but I mean I I don't I think I may have only lost once or twice during indoor, but just like um, I I I had a better outdoor than indoor, yeah. and Our, other people had better indoors than outdoors. Is it? I'm guessing it's. Is it a lot of the same jumpers, or yeah, there's certain? Yeah, okay, yeah. so there's no like, uh, maybe like an outdoor jumper doesn't jump during the winter, or there was one guy. I mean, he was a small school, so I didn't even jump against him at all. But uh, he won sectionals for the small school, and he like, I think he jumped 14 or something, but he didn't do indoor. So like, I had no idea who he was. Okay, and then, um, but like, I knew his teammate, and so, yeah. All right, gentlemen, we're going to get into the hot seat questions. Um, so five questions. You guys got to ask some, too. Matt, I'm going to ha- I'm gonna put the pressure on you. You're kicking it off. Hot seat Why? question. Why not? You've been quiet all day. Why not? Plus, this gives me time to think. I've had to teach summer school all day today, so. I got one. Favorite sport drink. So, like, that you. So, like, Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade. yeah. Okay. Um, favorite sports drink? Do we got to get flavor or just? I don't care. You could you could elaborate if you wanted to, but you don't have to. All right. I'm gonna say I always like the lemon lime Gatorade. That's what I was gonna say. I, like I was gonna say I like the lemon I, lime Gatorade. Yeah. I'll go orange in a pinch if they don't have the lemon lime. But if I've got a preference, it's I just I don't know. Um, I have I have switched a little bit more to like the. Uh, what is it? The Gatorade Zero or whatever, mm, like the Zero I don't, Sugar. I don't like that. I, I've, I've, it's not as good as the original, but I, I like the the lemon lime Gatorade. All right, so Daniel, that's yours. Matt, what's yeah. yours? Sid, what's yours? I'll call it orange Gatorade. Over lemon lime? 
So orange is good. Like I said, orange is my second. If I... For some reason, it's just what I go for. Okay. Sid, what about you? I mean, I haven't legitimately been drinking Gatorade in like four years. I was going to say, you're like a water guy. <laughs> back, back when I used to, it was definitely orange. Orange over yellow? Really? Yeah, that was a really long time ago, though, so who knows now. But you like only drink water, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you... And that's been for literally like four years at this point. It's been a long, long time. Now, have you even, like, do you use some of the, what is that, like the Mio or whatever, where you can put the stuff in the water, or do you just straight water? Very, very, very rarely. Okay. Like, there's been situations where, like, I've been doing something all day, like, I'll be outside all day, and I'm, and people have me do it just, like, to be safe, so I make sure I drink enough water. But other than that, no, not, not really. Okay. Maybe some, or, I would drink orange juice every once in a while, too. Orange juice before a race, no, not before or like race. after a race to recover. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it days. Like I'll do it like after like um after like workouts and stuff. Oh, okay. I also love chocolate milk. Like that's oh, I'm like, a right huge fan of chocolate and, milk. And, I agree. You know, right one thing I had right before a race, yeah. One thing I had that I, I, I haven't seen in a race. while. I had. I just bought a bottle of YooHoo. I haven't had what that. It, you. I was gonna say I it's so old. I don't know if you guys would. The Yuhu? Yeah, the yeah. yellow. It's like chocolate milk or whatever, but it's got like the yellow label. I think you're, you're with sure the bunny? Yahoo? No, that's Nesquik. Okay. Nesquik is the bunny. Yuhu, it's just like uh it's um yeah, it's like a yellow yellow label, but it's got like I think it's in red and black or something. It's like Yuhu. I saw it uh I was at uh I had to go to the Dollar General because we're do we did like a bunch of water games today, so I bought like ten of those huge sponges for the kids to like throw around and Whatever, and I just happened to see Yuhu. I was like, I have not. I was gonna say you probably know it if you saw it. It's it is the best chocolate milk. I love it. I don't know when the last time I've had that was. I think that was probably like since I was twenty. Was before that. I I, I remember. I specifically remember having it like a long time ago at like some like reunion thing, like like five, like six years ago. Yeah, and I drank a ton of them. I'm telling you, they have them at Dollar General apparently, or at least the one on Transit. So it was, uh, it's just delicious. All right, question number two. Who's got one? Do you want to, I mean, we could go in a, in a go, All right, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll go. Uh, that means I got to think. All right. Um, question, all right, we've asked this one before, but since you guys are, you know, officially done with high school, um, one sport that you wish you would have played in high school or you thought about playing in high school that you didn't, that if you can go, like if you had a, a second senior year that you would go back and play that sport, like one sport that you wish you would have, um, or even just had thoughts of playing for me, it would have been football. I thought, I mean, it was during soccer season. I'm kicking. I'm not playing like football. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. I want to be a middle linebacker. No, I would have been like the kicker or punter for football. Um, so that would, that would be mine, but one sport, like you wish you would have, you would have played, even if it was during cross country track, whatever, I, one sport you wish you would have played. If I, if it wasn't for indoor track, I absolutely would have tried to do baseball or basketball. I mean, I love basketball. I was going to say. I play it like, even right now I go to the Y all the time and play did basketball. You con- did you consider, did you consider dueling like Henry or like did or I never no? I considered dueling, but if you, like, the one you wasn't the basketball, but not track, and didn't yes, you and try I, out? And you I did didn't make you? I didn't make the team. Which really I'm annoyed about because he said Dumas made the team. You couldn't make the team. It was the JV team too. Back in tenth grade, this is to be fair. This was before I like got serious at all in the basketball. But it was also he said he said he didn't want me on the team because I wouldn't be there next year, which I guess is fair. But also like 
Yeah, but at that point you're no, still. A lot of people weren't going to be the next year. They just didn't tell you. Yeah, you know what I mean, but that's that's okay. a, maybe just bad. I, 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 definitely, <laughs> I definitely wasn't good back then. If you compared me now to then, like, that's a coach. But like, right, how do I tell Sydney he's terrible? All right, he's not going to be there next <laughs> year. Right, right. Very, very, very possible. That's what he did because I, I probably was so bad. Especially, I'm still bad now, but I, I'm way better than I was then. All right, Daniel, Matt. Uh, for me, it'd probably be baseball. Like going into high school, I thought I would play baseball, and then track happened. So, okay. I, you know, I I'll I, say, did you do baseball? Like even modified or anything? Uh, no, I never played for school, but you know, I played travel. So, like, okay, I, I was pretty serious about baseball, and I really thought that that was going to be my sport in high school. And for some reason, I could see you as like a pitcher. Yeah, were you a pitcher? I pitched a little bit at the end, but I was more like outfield, you know, okay. infield. So. I did I I did baseball for little league. I was I shifted between uh, right and left bench. Okay. I was not good at baseball at all. I got I think I got past t ball and that was about it. <laughs> that that was my that was my baseball career. Matt, what about you? One sport in high school that if you can go back because I know you were a soccer player. You did track and field. Did you do anything during the winter? So musical. So musical. So one one sport that you can go back and play. Tennis. Really? Yeah. If tennis was in the fall, I probably would have done it. Like, yeah. there was a lot of sports. If it was in the fall, that I probably would have done over cross country. That always that always confuses because girls girls tennis is in the fall, yeah. and guys tennis is in the spring. I I never understood that. Why not either put them both in the fall, both in the spring? But uh, yeah, I did tennis one year in high school. I did it my junior year, junior or senior year. I got up to second doubles. I got well. I did one match in third singles and then second doubles. Again, one of those sports where I could get to every ball. It was like 50-50 if it was going to where I needed it to go. But, um, yeah, we and we actually had a pretty decent tennis team. But that was just something that I did my junior year. Um, my track coach kind of pissed me off, so I didn't run track that year. So I was like, I'm going to do tennis. But uh, And then I ended up going back to track and field my senior year. All right. Uh, You're up. Uh, so what is your favorite type of sandwich? Like, of all the types of sandwiches. For me, it's peanut butter and jelly. I love peanut butter and jelly. I wrote yeah, my col- classic, I, simple. I wrote my college essay about peanut butter and jelly. Wait, what? I, my college essay was about peanut butter and jelly. Like, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole essay. <laughs> that is, what was the, like, what was the topic? Favorite food? It, one of the topics is just, like, any, you can literally write, write about anything. So I was like, all right, I like peanut butter and jelly. You know, there's, you know... Okay. Yeah. Hey, PB and J gets you into colleges nowadays. It does. All right. I didn't get denied from a single college. So, hundred <laughs> percent success rate. All right. Um, Matt, you you go. I got to think of one. Reuben. Re- what? What is it? What is it? A Reuben? Is it corned beef? Yeah, corned beef, thousand island dressing, sometimes sauerkraut, but I just don't get it with the sauerkraut. I'm not a fan of sauerkraut. Yeah. No thanks. All right. So Reuben. Um, Sid, what about you? Definitely a cheeseburger. Is a cheeseburger a sandwich? I would say. I would. I How was, is it not a sandwich? I was going to say. A, a hot dog is not a sandwich. No, a hot dog is not a sandwich. I would say the sandwich is something between two pieces of bread. So, yeah. I never even thought okay. it was a conversation whether or not it was a sandwich. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'll consider it a sandwich. 
I, All right. I mean, if you, yeah. I agree. It is I don't between, think you're it gonna, is, it, there is a I don't bun. think you're going to get many people that say a cheeseburger isn't a sandwich. That's what I'm, I didn't. I didn't even know that was the question. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the only thing I thought is like maybe you meant like a, like a cold sandwich or something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, that's I what mean, I thought. Maybe like more like a sub. Yeah. I mean, or something, something like that. between two pieces of bread. That's okay. what I mean. If you mean like two pieces of like actual bread, like like sandwich bread, I, I would say like uh, probably like just ham and cheese. Ham and cheese. Okay. I was going to say, I'm always, I love a turkey sandwich. turkey sandwich. I'm like, turkey sandwich, a little lettuce, tomato, well, I no tomato, lettuce, onion, mayo. I'm a big turkey sandwich fan. Um, with the burgers, though, I got to ask, Sid, are you more, like, nowadays they're letting, like, restaurants or whatever are letting you choose, like, if you want uh, lettuce instead of, like, the buns or whatever? So you can have, like, basically you take away the buns and you do, like, a lettuce wrap or something with there. If it's if it's good lettuce, I... Just like I, like I don't like anything in my cheeseburgers. Just the burger, the cheese, and like maybe ketchup. If it's not a very good burger. Oh, so you're pretty much like a. But if it's if they have it, I always I always ask for lettuce. Okay. Um, and uh, no, like instead like, of the bun. Just, no, no, just lettuce on the on the cheeseburger. Okay. But if it's and only if it's good lettuce, like the good type of lettuce, I'll I eat it. I I like my cheeseburgers a lot. If it was good lettuce, I would probably eat it without instead of a bun. Yeah, like um. Uh, we'll go to Red Robin every now and then, um, a couple other burger places, but now they'll give you that option where if you want, you can just have it like, basically the lettuce becomes the bun. Yeah. I'll probably do that. We, uh, we, we both work at Mississippi Muds, and uh, sometimes people ask for like chicken or a burger without a bun, and we just put it on like a piece of parchment paper. I mean, I oh, don't know, okay. maybe maybe they do like eventually put it on lettuce, but I don't know. Okay. There you go. You can bring you can bring that into work. But like, hey, let's, let's do a little lettuce. Right? Lettuce, but need a raise. All right, Sid, you're up. Uh, what's your uh, favorite animal? Okay. Like animal, like for a pet, or just any animal in general? Any animal. Okay. Um. You know what? I, this is. I'm gonna go with a chinchilla, and this this is. When I my one of my first summer camps I worked at, um, it was through the JCC and they had like um, it was out in Elma and they had like a little barn or whatever, and for whatever reason my group we had to feed the animals in there whatever like we'd go out there like five ten minutes, and they had like this little chinchilla or whatever I don't know I just thought it was the coolest little thing it wasn't that big maybe I don't know maybe like one or two feet big like what it was pretty small two like foot big chinchilla is huge. I was gonna say it was maybe, maybe like this big. Are they like this big? Like this one was probably like this big. Maybe so what, like it, wasn't like a foot is a foot is stretching your first chinchilla. But all right, you, yeah. it was. It, I don't know. Whatever it was, <laughs> I I thought it was kind of cool. So it was. It was. Uh, it didn't even. It you know it would. I wouldn't say it was super active or whatever, but yeah. it, you know it would. But I don't know. That that just kind of came to mind. I swear, everyone wants a chinchilla at one point in their life. Yeah, why They're not? They're so soft and They're soft, and... Fu- uh, cuddly. Fuzzy. I always thought they they too too like exotic too. They seem like they'd be too difficult to take care of. Yeah, I the chinchillas. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I was gonna say you guys have like your own uh, pet yeah, shop we, we basically over stuff. at the Morrises. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys? You guys have tarantulas, uh, scorpions, scorpions, snakes. No snakes. No snakes. I thought you guys had a snake at one point. No, I kind of want a snake, but I don't want to. I don't want to feed them. Feeding them is too difficult. Don't you just drop a mouse in there? Yeah, I don't want to feed a mouse to it. That is true. All right, so I'm going chinchilla. Who's who's next? Uh, I think I'll go elephant. I always thought they're just so cool. How big they are! And 
Kind of cool. If you get tired, you just walk on the ele- or ride on the elephant and kind of put you up on yeah. his back. Yeah. All right. Matt. Probably a dolphin. <laughs> but not a Miami dolphin, right? No. No. A better dolphin than that. Would you name it Flipper? No. <laughs> okay. Um, that's one thing, like, people are saying, like, you're not supposed to ride on the dolphins or whatever, where they have those, is that, is any, first of all, has anybody been dolphin I, 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 I might be remembering wrong, I think I have. You I've rode never on had. a dolphin? A long, long, long time ago. Yeah, uh, they've got something where you can, like, grab onto their fin or whatever and kind of, like, yeah, you can, like, like, swim with them, yeah. Probably yeah. Just, like, be, I don't even know, before I was 10 years old, maybe, so I barely remember, I was, we were in Mexico, and I think we swam with dolphins. Like, okay. Down to, like, the end of the tail. They were, like... It was. It wasn't like a Sea World type of thing. It was like they had dolphins that like lived like actually in the. Oh, so they were like basically out in the wild. They were. I, I mean, they were domesticated, but they were in the wild, and then they would just come back for food, and then they would like have them do stuff like that. Mm. Oh, that's cool. All right, and Sid, what's your what what's your favorite animal? I got two two answers. One you might not know what it is: an African clawed frog. <laughs> They're just the I best. Have no idea. <laughs> basically, is it like a like a bigger frog? It's. I mean, for a frog, it's pretty. It's it's considered a large frog. Frogs okay. are usually not. Albino or regular? Oh, um, I like them all the same. Okay. I don't discriminate. <laughs> but okay. They don't. They're 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 like they're very fully aquatic frogs. So they just what like stay underwater the entire time? Yeah. They okay. They there, but they just float and then they go back down. Okay. And they're, they're, so they're not like the Budweiser frogs, you know, like the Budweiser. No. <laughs> No, they're, 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 I had one. <laughs> Matt's looking at disgust, like, dude, that was bad. Oh, okay, so they pretty much stay, like, at the bottom of the tank the whole time, almost. Yeah, I had one. I actually, I had two. I had one. I had it for, like, probably a year and a half. Oh, okay. They're my favorite thing ever. But, uh, are you going to get more? I want to get one. I want to get more one day, but I'm going to college, whatever I can, like, right now. <laughs> invest. I figured a frog would be, like, a good college, yeah. you know. They're hard to take care of. Are they really? All frogs are, honestly. All I know, amphibians. I know my brother had, for one point, he had a turtle when we were a kid. They smell. Turtles, turtles they like, are... They just stink. Turtles are a lot of work, but they're not that hard to take care of, and the work is like, you know what you have to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a frog is like, you will you don't know about it, you forget, and it's dead. Yeah, no, Which, I just remember the damn, that damn turtle thing, uh, the cage, aquarium, whatever you put it in, just stunk. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, also, what's what's the second nice. answer? Like tortoises, they're the best. Okay, they're just the best type of animal. What's your favorite tortoise? Oh, um, I like all tortoises that cool. are big. What's your favorite? Tortoise? All big tortoises. I like the uh, Aldabra tortoise. Now, what's the difference between the tortoise is like more of the land, turtle yeah. is where you can go in that's, the water. I mean, right? that's basically the only that's... difference uh, with with all animals like that. Even like the difference between snakes and lizard, it's not really a difference. Like people will say there's this and this and this, but it's really just a classification of if it's a, it's very loose. Yeah. And I think even the same thing as like an alligator and a crocodile. Crocodile is more, I think, like deserty land, and alligators more of like in the water or swamp. That's no, that's, that's, or is it the other way around? Just they're all crocodilia, and it's just a different. It's a different species or a different. Uh, the only difference is they kind of broke off. Once okay. Eventually, back in the day, and then now it, they're basically the same. Okay. But yeah, but tortoises generally on land in the water, but like. There's some tortoises that'll be more aquatic than some turtles. Okay. This well, might be the most uh, educational <laughs> show we've had. It is, 
but the Aldabra tortoise, my, which is my favorite, probably that of the Sulcata are 600 pounds. Oh, damn. They can get, I think they can get to up to a ton, up to a thousand pounds. They get very, very big. Yeah. No, no, thank you. To an island tortoise. So like the Galapagos, same kind of thing. Those, all, but then they're the ones like too, where if they get a hold of you, like they're not letting go. I wouldn't. They wouldn't bite you. Though. Do they eat humans? If they if they if they bit you like your hand, <laughs> well, you get like some snapping gone. tortoises or whatever. Snapping turtles, are, those are sick too. Yeah, those are those are crazy. I always wanted to get a snapping turtle and like build a pond in my backyard, but we never did that. And now it's kind of too late. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it one day in the future, but like it's too late to do it now. There you go. All right, question five, Matt. All right, Matt's out of here. All right, question. I know, but that's that's your job. <laughs> You're good at that. All right, question five. I like how we started with five people. Now we're down to three pretty soon. <laughs> Henry or Sydney's just going to be like, ah, I got to go. We got to go to the All beat. Strange, <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Last question. All right, we'll keep it, in, we'll keep it a, I guess, a relatively easy one. Um, favorite movie or TV show? Or it could be like top one of your top one of your top anything in the Breaking Bad. I I love Breaking Bad. I didn't get into it until the season like the series was over, but I thought Breaking Bad was really cool. Have you done Better Call Saul yet? I started the first I wanna say like the first two seasons. I wasn't a fan of those two, but yeah. it's just as good as Breaking Bad. I was gonna say it kind of it didn't it was good. It just didn't catch keep my attention as much as Breaking Bad did. And then, uh, what was it, the El Camino movie or whatever? That was a great movie. I didn't like that they wrapped up Jesse. Yeah, I thought that was I a thought little... I they should have just kept it open-ended. Oh, absolutely. Um, I liked the movie. That was good. Yeah. But, uh, so you're going Breaking Bad. TV or movie? Ah, I gotta go, um... I guess TV show, I'm gonna go... Well, Netflix counts as a TV show. I'm gonna go with, uh, Ozark's. Just because it's, I kind of got into it recently. I don't know. I thought, did you ever see it on Netflix? I've heard of it. I've never, seen, I've never watched it though. It was, it was a solid view. I think it was four seasons, maybe five. Um, it just wrapped up. I want to say a year or two ago. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. It's, um, you know, Kai kind of gets mixed up with drug trafficking, the mob, and then he ends up moving his family out to the Ozark Mountains, and all chaos ensues. Um, so I kind of got into that lately. So, so I'll say Ozarks. So I'm going to copy Sydney. I so I haven't finished Breaking Bad, but it's probably the best show that I've seen so far. What season are you on? 4. So I've I've got like gotten to the good part yet. I've, oh, I was going to say like, it's half, but like but yeah. And it, I I love Breaking Bad too because I feel like it's one of those shows where just when you have it figured out, they find like you get to season 5 and it's just Yeah. But they do it they do it nicely where it's not like like you know how some shows you get there and they just totally go and be like, dude, that's not even believable anymore. It's not like they just do it in such a such a good way. Like they put like twists in there, even throughout the the, the first couple seasons. Yeah. Um they have you like going off in another direction and then they just send you off here, but it's not it doesn't totally take away from the story. Which yeah. you know, I like. I like when shows do that. When it's like you get comfortable with it, and then like towards the end, they just they make it, they make it better. Yeah. So like you kind of at first you're like, oh, they're changing. I don't like this, but then once you finish it, it's like it just made it everything really, really good. Yeah, you see it. You're like, all right, this is this is cool. I can see yeah. why they did it now. But all right, gentlemen, we're gonna end things there. Um, 
You guys, uh, when does your when do your guys' season starts? Like for cross country, you guys got to be coming up pretty soon for bus day, right? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, Sid's, you, Sid's just gonna get there, but like we got a race today. Okay, I think you have to get to school early because you're doing cross country. Like you, yeah, typically fall athletes. Before. I also yeah. don't. It's not very far away. So he and the coach told me if I don't want to, if I don't want to be in the dorms at that point, I don't have to. I can just as long as I show up. Okay. I was say, are you are you dorming this year? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's not very far, so I'd really like if I really don't like it that much, like I can stay at home as much like over weekends, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so during the summer, like I'm really not, I'm not gone, even though I like. I'm yeah, because right. even yeah, even if you got to yeah, go for like, a practice, yeah. it's it's easy to go out. Um, and then your classes, I'm guessing, start like late August. Late August, yeah. Okay. Um, and then same. <laughs> yeah. He... <laughs> Sid's gonna be one of those kids. Sid's, what's your major? Uh, I don't know. Sid, what I class really... are you taking? Uh, I don't know. Do you know what class you take? Did you sign up? For Did, I was gonna say, have you guys signed up for classes yet? I can't. Th- my major's like not there. I, we're, I'm going in tomorrow to uh, to like work it out. Okay. Oh, so it's one of those things like, like you I'm, you go to the classes, you try to sign up, you look up, you search or, or look like in the thing for the class you want, and they're just not there. Hmm. Every other class is there, just not that one. So I don't Ooh, know that's that not idea. good. No, I got my classes. I was gonna say you got your uh, what's your major? Exercise science. Ah, okay. Yeah. Very nice. So you're doing a lot of you're going to be doing like a lot of biology, a yeah, lot of I've physics, got one anatomy class. This folks and then the rest are just like gen eds. And yeah, you ever need help with biology? You don't recall? <laughs> not you. <laughs> it's me. It's not. It's not you. <laughs> it's me. What'd you get on AP Bio? Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure to. Be- I'm, I'm not sure to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe that if I. Uh, the the has got that look of yeah, five maybe out of like fifty. <laughs> uh, all right, well, gentlemen, and then you, Daniel, you leave. Is it same about the same time? End of end of August. Yeah, I think like the twenty fourth or the twenty fifth or something like that. Yeah, and your season's not going to start till um, yeah, what like, November? So like November. I'm, I'm like lifting now, and then we'll be lifting like in the fall, but like it's not like actual practices, but. Then, uh, like, winter, then it's... I have no idea when. Yeah, I think winter season, usually, like, end of October, beginning of November, somewhere around there. Um, Well, gentlemen, thank you guys for coming on. Obviously, wish you nothing but the best next year. Um, We'll have to get you guys on, you know, towards the end of your first year and check up on you and see how you guys are doing. Um, That's the beauty thing of, of coaching. It's always fun to see when your kids are going to the next level and kind of, you know, check in on them. And it's... uh. Like I said, Brockport and uh, Buff State and uh, Bonaventure with your brother, with Henry, are getting some great, uh, great athletes. And hopefully you guys, uh, not hopefully, I know you guys will continue to do well for their programs. And I think you guys are just getting started. Who knows? Um, you know, maybe Henry will just start doing, uh, you know, he'll start doing pole find vaulting. A, and a new event, yeah. He'll start doing pole vaulting and we'll see him in a couple years in the Olympics. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you guys for coming on. Thank everybody for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on our YouTube page that I I know I say this every episode, but I really got to start putting some more stuff on our YouTube page. And we will see you guys next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines.